If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium-flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Mr. Jackass meets Miss X-Mass. We saw Beauty and the Beast Christmas, so you know what that means. Minnesota for the first time ever in the heart of Minneapolis to talk about one of the best Christmas movies ever made. (laughs) The year 2019. The topic, social media influencers. (laughs) Really gets to the heart of what Christmas is all about. Like 
follow, subscribe. <laughs> All of those things come into play. I will say this. When you hear the title, Beauty and, Be and the Beast Christmas, it's not to be confused with the, the Disney one, um, with Paul Rubens and Tim Curry as an evil organ. No, no. This is a different kind of Beauty and the Beast. As a matter of fact, I would say, if you're familiar with the story of Beauty and the Beast, it shares very little with that. <laughs> so much so that I was waiting for who's the, okay, who's the beauty and who's the beast? I think I know. I don't want to break it down any more than that, but all I will say is two flailing social media stars find a perfect union it's weird. Again, I, like, that's, that's enough. That's enough information if you haven't seen it. We'll break it all down. But first, let me introduce my co-host. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzoukas. What's up, jerks? That's right. That's right. How we doing, Minneapolis? Last night of the tour, what's up, Balcony? <laughs> Holy shit, the balcony is fucking wasted. <laughs> Jason, you and I have done a lot of movies on this podcast. A lot of movies. Hmm. You, and we, you tell me that, but sure. It's been, what, 13 years? There is a moment, though, in doing this podcast where I think to myself, well, it can't get any weirder. And, and this one really... Broke you? Yeah. In a way that was like, wow, yeah. wow. Here's the essential question I have that I expect for all of us at the end of the podcast to understand the answer. Who is beauty? Who is the beast? A question... Who is beauty and who is the beast? A question that I started it off with, yes, it will be answered. And you know what? There's no one better than to answer that question. Then, my other co-host, please welcome June Diane Raphael. Welcome, June. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. It's so hard. You know, I, I love the holidays. I love Christmas. I loved, I loved it all until today when I had to see this movie. <laughs> and I'm really concerned because we've done two Christmas movies in the last four days. And um, I'm... I was getting close to getting in the spirit, and now I hate Christmas. Both, I will say, I hate both, it. both dumb. movies it's too make much. me want to become a Scrooge or a Grinch. And Jason, you and I backstage last night, we're talking about the holidays, what we love about the holidays, we're talking about our ornaments, we're talking oh, about our trees. Our trees, our traditions, how much yes. we love the holidays. We're talking about Paul's Christmas village. And, and today, I was like, I'll be dead by then. <laughs> I don't want them. I don't God, want them. No, 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 no. So yeah, this is this has got to stop. I can't do this again. Okay. This well, was 
I, I'm not gonna lie. This was chilling on every single level. And how much of, I believe, an accurate portrayal of influencer lifestyle it is, is its most scathing indictment. Here's what I will say. There's a question on the table. Who is beauty? Who is beast? We'll get to that. Yes. I want to Yeah, we better because I'll I was... answer. I'll answer it right now. Noah is the beauty. Francesca is the beast. The Wait. end. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Now, um, you say Francesca. Who's Francesca? <laughs> I knew you wouldn't remember. Ginger Holiday? No. Wait. Noah. <laughs> Noah is his Noah. son. Noah. Who is Noah? Noah is... His son. Noah, what? Noah is the little son. boy. Oh, the little boy. Okay, the little got boy. it. Yes. Thank you. And Francesca is oh, the, the girl. the little sister? Yes. The little sister who just inexplicably appears? <laughs> and, and then disappears. And Bo is... Bo is just put in charge of? Uh, she's my little sister now. I, I will say, on? I will say that um, Larissa, you might recognize her from Larissa Lucifer. Yeah, Larissa Lucifer. Yeah. Well, you might recognize Larissa. Did you guys not? She I, did okay. look familiar, actually. Oh, I jumped up when I saw her. No. Oh, Who I have. Is it? I have Who zero. Is it? I'm, a, I'm open marriage, y'all. Open what? marriage, remember? She's in an open marriage? No. The, the movie that we did. That's a movie we did? We did a movie called Open Marriage, right? It was about, like, the couple that decided that they were going to have an open marriage, and then one gets obsessed with the other one, and they get shot in the head. What? I don't think so. Wait, oh, wait, wait. Oh, is wait, this the one with the underground sex club? Yes. Is this okay. the one, wait a second, is this the one where it all takes place in like a in loft? In a photographer's loft? Yes. Okay, great. great slightly, great, great. because you're what also What do you mean, thinking, slightly? Because there, you're, there's also the one with the uh, high school photography yeah. oh. that's different. Okay. That is the photographer who is obsessed. This is two <laughs> couples the underground <laughs> sex club, and one gets more into it than the other. Wait, and this is just to identify who Larissa Larissa. Larissa yes. The other woman. Yes. Okay. Well, now, but I will say this. You, I'm so sorry just to have gotten all the way there, and I want to just go back to the beginning because you said you jumped up. <laughs> you jumped up. That is, that connotes a level of excitement and surprise that is, I'll be honest, shocking. I was like, oh shit, the girl from Open you Marriage. The, you did the Leo meme? <laughs> I know what it is. Uh, I, was, I was excited to see her because oh, I wow. thought that she was great. I thought she brought a lot to this. But again, I don't want to go off on Larissa because she comes in in the third act. The question I wanted to ask you was this, and this is an honest, earnest question. Is this a comedy or is it not? Because I'm watching it, and at points I'm like, oh, it's a comedy. And then, immediately after, I'm like, I don't think it is. Like, I, I don't know if these choices, like, I, yes, there are jokes, but then there was like, is it meta? It's not meta. I don't think it's meta. There are, I believe, moments of meta commentary that I don't know if people are in on or not. Sure. But simply by the nature of doing this, they are at certain points 
just absolutely making fun of what it is they are doing. I think someone is. Either the edit is being cruel to them, or I'm not sure what, but there is a level of insanity that's happening in this movie that I would also believe if you told me none of these people knew they were being filmed. Well, I mean... And they were just people having, like, psychic breaks that they were like, influencers gone wild. Well, my... my The beginning of this movie really hurt my brain because when you meet Ginger Holiday, it looks... Like, I don't know what's happening, right? Because there's no blocking or framing to let you know this is like a YouTube video, but watch this. This is like how, this is how we, the opening scene <laughs> fucked me up. Uh, clip one. Hi, I'm Ginger Holiday. It's only 207 days till Christmas, but that's not too soon to start celebrating all of the merriness, all of the brightness, the festive festivities. And I'm like, okay, all she's talking to me. Royal well, of it's Christmas, not, this is... Miss Ginger Holiday. Okay, we can this stop it. is Nickname Heart to Heart. Yeah, pause for a second. This is not her YouTube channel, babe. Yeah, this what? is this Heart is not- to Heart, the TV channel. This is a package. Yeah. This is where it gets confusing and why okay. your brain broke. This is a TV package about her. But yes. she's talking directly to camera. I thought, oh, we're watching like an R town. I believe I believe both are true. Okay. Yeah, it might I, have no, been no, it's footage. not an R town. I'm sorry, no, I don't believe okay. both are true. I, I believe this is meant to simulate what her content is, but there is a, a now a voiceover on top of it, which is the Heart to Heart host, yes. which is a channel I subscribe to under Amazon Prime. Um, <laughs> Love it. It is top-notch entertainment news. They cover only the characters in Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies. And, and Heart to Heart. the network's ethos. Just the characters' lives. And that's part of the agreement. When you sign up to do a Lifetime movie, you have to act like, like Sasha Baron Cohen. You have to be Ali G, and you have to go around and do you interviews. Have to, by the way, the though, this is not a Lifetime movie. Uh, it's an Ion that, movie. And I, but I want to clarify that, because we must <laughs> put some respect on the Lifetime holiday franchise. I agree. I agree. Okay, because their, their holiday movies are are shot in Vancouver, I think, and they are shot in cold, Christmassy towns. Or at least this they movie, put some snow on the ground. This movie is not interested in Christmas vibes at all. No. They, here's what they've got. Access to a legitimate mansion yes. and $40 worth of dollar store Christmas decorations. And it's so hard because... That's what they've that got. That was the budget. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, plus 
with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words Eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry because I love these. When are we going to talk about her rash? Oh, I mean, her rash? Um you know what? We can talk about it now because that will allow us at least two hours to talk about how the fact that she has never been kissed. <laughs> this lead character has never dot, dot, dot been kissed. I wrote in my notes, is she a virgin? And then cut to, she's never been kissed? Yeah, she's never, definitely a virgin. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense because this character... I can't find my way in or Listen, out of her. I'm like, what is any happening? Any adult woman who wears colored stockings multiple days in a row. Here's the thing. It, if you're dressed a like a fucking candy cane, yeah. hard pass. This woman is so deeply unwell. It, as, as somebody who's obsessed with Christmas 365 and makes Christmas their identity yeah and puts it primarily over fucking <laughs> i would argue all relationships all relationships and well except for her relationship with kensington yes what is kensington is kensington a butler Honestly, is just kensington well, i wrote kensington. it i started writing down every single thing kensington did to be like <laughs> what is what capacity is she here in can everyone see her? Is she invisible? <laughs> what is going on? I thought that too. At one point, I was like... Because almost nobody talks to her. No. no. It's, she's truly... During the food fight scene... I mean, we're jumping oh. all around. But during that scene, inexplicably, <laughs> Kensington walks into yeah. it and starts to get in on the action. I think in these kind of wholesome movies, food fight is the sex scene. 
This is my pitch. They get to touch on each other. They get to do all sorts of business with each other physically. Through and food. it's got and it's charged because there is no sex scene. We're never right. going to build to that. I think the food fight is the Hallmark movie, the wholesome movies version of. Again, this wasn't a Hallmark movie, though. Okay. Yes, to be clear, we are this Ion, this Ion original. Is that what this is? I don't want to yeah. miss Ion original. I don't want to yeah. misrepresent it. But yeah. Minneapolis, did you guys make this? <laughs> is Ion a local company? But. Here's what I'll argue, too. The idea of, like, a fun, sexy food fight is disgusting to so me. So gross. Like, I don't want to be covered in mashed potatoes. I'm a like, food, oh. a food like, fight as foreplay? I, I also don't like it when people feed each other oh. stuff. Gross. Go wash your hands. Gross. Get away from me, you monster. <laughs> I also feel like her version of Christmas that she's into is so fucking weird. It's like she's into, and there's certain like the Dickensian Christmas, there's certain types of the carolers, all that, that I can, I can get down with, but her Christmas interests are so bizarre well, June, and stiff. How? Let, 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 let's just be honest though. She's creating 365 days of content for Christmas since she's 13. And At this point, it's going to go off the rails. She has. She's got right. to be like, I okay, right. cranberry underwear, we're this, doing it. This movie, this movie yeah. exists at a level where she has such demand. The weight of her audiences, uh, her influencer audience weighs so heavily on her as to rob Christmas of all of it. say something? They're like, well, you've been gone for a month. Answer for yourself. But can I say something? I want to say something about her content calendar because I was confused as to why she didn't bank extra content. Oh, June. Seems so insane. Especially insane in the lead up to the to gala. It, we I, got a I, lot going on. I, well, the gal hey, is going to be... Hey, can I ask a quick question? And I don't often like to like, ask statusy kind of questions, but have you guys ever been invited to her gala? I mean, that's the thing. I always think we're going to get an invite, and we never get one. Yeah. I mean, June, you got one, but you didn't get a, you didn't get a plus one. No, it was... I got it, one one year, but it said you can only come at midnight. See, that's... It's so... And okay, I would like to spend roughly the next hour and a half <laughs> discussing... The logistics <laughs> and the infrastructure and the mission of her charity. <laughs> yes, 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 and it is, and it's unparalleled success. <laughs> twenty, she's building twenty homes Home. a year. That is a Home. level of success that it, is astronomical. Here's See, what now, I couldn't when, understand, though. Here's when I heard twenty homes, there is a part of this is when I wrote down: Is this a comedy or is it not? Because I understood it to be she was creating 20 homes for Christmas Day and then kicking them back out. So I don't think that's true, but what is unresolved? So it's a great question. There's so many questions about this charity, but please, please look into it. Please, Better Business Bureau, whoever investigates, look into this charity because I got to be honest, that home is pretty stately. One of the things that I couldn't understand is she says the reason why she wants to do it is because every, and I think this is where you were confused, is because nobody should be alone over the holidays. 
And so, yeah, you are forced to ask the question, is it a home just for the holidays? Home and for the holidays. And then are you Airbnb-ing it out? What I couldn't understand is, who's with the foster children in the home? Are they... The- Great Who's question. with them? What's the Kensington? infrastructure? What is it, how does that work? What's the infrastructure? And are these, these are foster children who can't find homes. So aren't these just dot, dot, dot orphans? <laughs> Isn't she making orphanages? And doesn't that make her a villain? <laughs> now hear me out. Hear me out. 365 days a year, she creates content just so people help her build kid prisons? Listen. She I, is a modern-day Fagan. This is you know Oliver what? You're Twist. Right, actually, I was watching this movie and thinking, like, how fucked the foster care system is in the United States. And I was like, you know what? You fucking bitch. Take that money and give it to the families so they can keep kids in their homes. But June. So they don't have to become foster kids. But June. The outfit she wears to the gala breaks the internet every year. Her in this out- world. Her outfit breaks the internet. In Please. this world, she is as popular as Kim Kardashian. Right? But only in the niche followers. of That's Christmas. That's a lot. But, but now here's the thing that I will say. <laughs> this movie is as confusing as the advent calendar used to delineate yes. where we are yes. at in the movie. Agree. I have seen the advent calendar be used as a scene transition device, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It makes sense. We're getting closer to it. This seems like we're months out, day 17, over here, up over here. It's like they only had one advent calendar. and like, how does it work? We don't know. It, it's going up, it's going down, it's going sideways. Well, it's I don't true. know where we are in the, the world. Because she, well, because she's somebody who celebrates Christmas every day, which is psychotic. It's psychotic. And I have friends who have all their Christmas stuff up already. We just talked about it yesterday. And oh, we named names. We named names yesterday. Some bold-faced and, names were discussed. And Paul and I are Christmas traditionalists. We don't put our tree up till the day after Thanksgiving. But we support, I used to think I supported, like, whatever people wanted to do, you know? And, and I, I told you I keep my tree up until February. late January or Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I Day. was concerned. When I but need I was, to burn stuff. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Jason needs it up that long. Like, that's fine. That's great. Cool Up needs it up this early. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> And I do, I feel I've had a pretty open heart. I I do too. I have an an issue with her too. I said you have to. You talked to her? Yes. Like you scolded her? No, I just said that she's cheating herself out of the great transition between Halloween into Thanksgiving. You take down the scary, but you leave up the pumpkins. And then you get into that fall. And so pumpkins, then, pumpkins are your bridge. Yes. Your, yes. Your, your, you your, take, your binder. You take the witch off the hay bale, and you got the hay bale and the pumpkins are having a nice time. You get that turkey out. And then, because then it's something to look forward. Thanksgiving is something to look forward to. And then you got the next thing to look forward to. You don't eat your dessert first, people. I know. And you guys feel differently, and that's okay. But I've, I've tried to keep an open mind. But what Ginger Holiday does is absolutely unacceptable. And she is... 
she's the kind of person as an influencer you would believe would be put into jail eventually. Well, she should be because of the charity she's running. Yes. Yeah. Well, you it's don't see. It's a scam. That's a scam. Like she's got like that that Logan Paul drink. She's yeah. pushing. She's pushing prime. prime. Our kids but are obsessed with Prime. Our kids what? are obsessed, obsessed. Obsessed. And they have no entry point to Logan Paul. They don't watch Logan Paul. No, they've just, just heard about it. It's in the ether. Funny. That's it's so in funny. in the ether. Um, here's what I'll say. Um, and this is a big, uh, another big question here. Um, what is wrong with her face? Oh, she just has a burn, like a, a rash of right, burn which, at her hairline right, from the hair dye. Easily, totally fine. Easily well, covered. And it's easily, easily here's the thing. Easily it's, covered. It's so easily covered with nothing but a wire Phantom of the Opera mask. <laughs> That's all you need is a filigreed wire Phantom of the Opera mask to wear to your wedding and you're totally normal. Okay. She uh, is promoting a holiday where Santa hats are the norm. Pop that on and you're good. When she wears that little red riding hood cap, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm looking so hard to see it. Well, even at the end when she's like, look at me. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying to see it. I don't see it. Guys, do you think we're ever going to get to the bad boy of Baltimore? We will, Jason. I just want to say we absolutely will. Um, I just want to say one thing about her rash because... <laughs> yes. Because it is the inciting incident of the entire movie. Yeah, it is. And it's what we're dealing with the whole time, and which is, is like, she's lost this a is, major deal because of this. Well, I mean, I because think she that went she's off all, camera. she was already on the verge of losing this deal. Because when the agent comes over in the beginning, which, by the way, I don't know much about social media, but I guess the agent doesn't come over and start taping on his iPhone. Um, and I gotta be honest. He's like, let's go right now. We got it. What? We're You're taping it? We're watching a movie that exists in a world in which the cosmetics company Glitzen, <laughs> not Donner, not Rudolph, Glitzen. Glitzen is the biggest corporation in the entire world. They own these influencers outright, they own them completely and yeah. are completely monkeying with their lives as if they are the Illuminati or something. <laughs> but it also seems like Glitzen is a primarily Christmas-themed makeup company because Glitzen and, and, and Blitzen, I would imagine... I, I don't think you would name your... I, I don't, I don't think, think there are just Christmas cosmetic you? companies. Well, that's... What I, but I think that they... But then why, what, you wouldn't name your... You wouldn't go like, oh, yes, we're, we're, know, we I call ourselves Santa... Can you be like... like it's like Ulta, I get. Santa, I don't. could work. I don't know. I didn't take issue with that. I am genuinely... Really? No, I didn't. I was genuinely concerned. Now, I don't know if anybody else in the audience recognized one of the dance moms. Yes. You did? Yeah, of course. Holly, Nia's mom, was playing the doctor. After seeing her on Dance Moms, like, that's her. That's Holly. Well, she's not an actress. And I'm going to say this she did a fine with job. all with love. She's so not an actress that I thought it was going to be revealed that she had some ulterior motive to keep them separate. <laughs> like that she was an enemy of the state. Oh, and because that when scene she comes down, was crazy. She was like, do not go near her. She's a fucking ticking time bomb. Okay. 
She's a so, doctor that comes to the house that delivers information. The way she delivered information, I leaned in. I guess that's a good thing, but I was also it like, is. why is this really weird? most really good actors talk kind of quietly Honestly? like this. So you have to like kind of hear them and this like this. <laughs> it's so always burning. Like right here. Oh, it's right always burning and you can't it's hear them. And if you're God forbid position right between, between uh, behind like them in a movie, you can't see what they're saying. And then they turn around like and look at you right like, it's your turn to talk, fucko. And you're like, did you even say your line? I, I thought it was an interesting she, choice. I will say, her advice to Bo to stay away from Ginger, <laughs> best advice in the movie. Okay. He should take that advice, take his son, and leave. Let, let's okay, watch. But oh, yeah. first of all, guys, you just have to go back. Uh, there's not enough time. I'm so stressed out. I could do, I could do whisper <laughs> voice the whole rest <laughs> of the not show. not enough time. You said she had an allergic reaction to a hair dye. It wasn't hair dye. It right. was some sort of like crazy Christmas concoction. She, she made put, it holly. She like melted down holly and peppermint oh, yes, and but like. It's tr- but it is to dye her hair. It red. is to dye her hair. But it's but, but it's not she, like she had a terrible yeah. reaction on her face. But I once had that. <laughs> what do you mean? From the wig you wore? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I once wore a wig. I played this character, Arshirio oh. Paul where I played Arsenio Hall, but it was me, and I had a wig, and the wig created, like, a perfectly farmed line of zits across my head that was so aggressive that I didn't want to leave the house, but yet I did. Um, it I took was, you to my dermatologist, and he, he figured it out. Yeah, he had to but- get in there and... You know what? Leave that part in. <laughs> but that was gone, Paul. Within Thank you, Dr. Stoll. There is, Dr. like, Stoll. based on our general listenership numbers, like 2.5 people who just got turned on because that's their <laughs> fetish. But that, Paul. And they're all in the balcony here tonight. That parade of zits went away within, I want to say, like, a week and a half. Her two, days. two weeks, fine. Her two days. Two days. Two days. Her reaction. Week and a half. Her reaction is there for months. Six weeks. They the doctor tells her six weeks. That's a long time. It's and absurd. But what's and so crazy? She's about- a multi-millionaire influencer who is having a random person just come to her home and be like six weeks, and then later is like, you know what? If you give her any stress whatsoever, she might die. <laughs> From a, a reaction to fruit. Here, let's watch the first dermatologist scene, scene four. Well, it's just like I thought. The rashes and swelling on your face are an allergic reaction to the acidity of the holly berries that you use in your hair dye. I'm allergic to holly? It is very rare, and actually I've never seen it in person. Derek, yeah, yeah. can I have more cream? My face is itching. Okay. Hydrocortisone? Why are you putting hydrocortisone on your face? So that ointment has aggravated her condition. It's going to take that much longer for you to heal. <laughs> How long? Can, can, Six, like coming, poking, forcing herself this in. beautiful face here doesn't have six to eight weeks. This beautiful face needs time to heal. Okay, that's great. But we have a client waiting on her newest Christmas video, which is now four videos behind, so. What about 
and a laser peel. Oh, that would make the rash worse. What about a warm compress? Oh, heat would aggravate the condition and make it permanent. I would avoid chemical astringents <laughs> and definitely stay out of the pool. Wait, wait, did you just say permanent? I did. So, I could look like this forever? You could. But good luck with that. That's a doctor. That's a doctor's visit. A I doctor. love how they had like a locked shop, basically, and they were like, everybody's got to fit in frame. So just find a way to get, get in yourself there. lower, 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 lower. People are leaning on that couch they, like they're a Michelle, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and the Fabulous Baker Boys. Good reference here. Okay, so... Um, Wait, did you say good reference here like it came from the audience? Because you pointed out there like that's where this came from. Nailed it, Zooks. I also will say this. A doctor to touch near the scar without any gloves on worries me. She should have had a glove on. She should have gloves on. There is so much indiscriminate face touching in that scene that I was like, never. Do not. Because I also felt like she was not prepared to be manhandled that much. There was everybody who was like, burp, burp, beep, burp, beep. I was like, no, I don't want any part of that much face touching. So now, yeah. are we to believe that a woman who has been making uh, daily videos for Christmas since 13 has never touched Holly before? I also, I'm going to ask a, a question that I know I'm not supposed to ask. How old is she? Do we think? How old is she now? Well, that's a good question. Started at 13. Is this 20 years in? Is she 33? I mean, I'll find out her real age. Well, that doesn't matter. Okay. I, 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 in the, it's not good. In the logic I will of say the this. movie. I will say this. The bad boy skater is at least 33, 34. That's what they established him as. Yes, he goes, uh, I'm yes. 29. He's like, you've been 29 for five years. Yes. So let's just say. He's in his mid-30s. Mid-30s. My so. guess is she's late 20s, early 30s. I would agree. Okay, so she's been doing this for 20 years. Before mm -hmm. the internet. <laughs> she's been publicly Christmas famous and Christmas identified. She was like, when you log years. on to AOL.com, come into my chat <laughs> circuit, and I will send you a JPEG that will take four to seven minutes to download. Beep, 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 beep. At that point, regarding the internet, she's basically 13 on, like, message boards. Being yes. like, Christmas, right? And creeps are like, right. The first, the first Mission Impossible movie came out in 2000, and Ethan Hunt is barely able to navigate on computers. No wonder she's so sexually shut down. She was exposed to the internet at 13. And I was, it destroyed well, it is her. true because at one point she's she says, I linked my follower count to my phone so I can check on it. It's like, well. Oh, the alarm you mean that goes off? It's on, <laughs> but it's also <laughs> it's on <laughs> your phone. You didn't link it. It also, lives there. That speaker is powerful. That is like <laughs> yes. a, a tugboat foghorn that goes off for her follower alarm. Oh, my what God. What an indictment of influencer culture. What, what an indictment of doctor culture. This is a movie where a Christmas tree falls on a man, and then a giant section of the movie is cut out where we reveal that he's now naked in a bed, his arms in a sling. He had been in the hospital. We missed all of that. Wait, can I, can I back up for another second? I want to be very clear. 
because everything you just said is true, Paul, but you've skipped over the fact that this guy had amnesia. I was this getting to character in the in the in the structure of the movie, this character gets amnesia at exactly the time where the rest of the movie should have been. And my guess is you're going to tell me it was. No. A mo- oh, it's not? Okay. A movie in which his hatred for Christmas and everything else goes away. He becomes a Christmas lover with her, only to then be revealed that he was a, a Grinch later or whatever. But instead, in the very same scene, he's like, I don't remember it. I don't remember Christmas. I don't remember you. But you know what? I hate Christmas. I hate you. Oh, wait. I'm me again. I'm the bad boy of Baltimore. Hey-oh! <laughs> What? Why? Like, that Why? happens in one scene. He has amnesia for one scene? One yep. monologue. I would argue a monologue. Not even he a full changes scene. it. Like, now that's a monologue that you should do for uh, some sort of acting class or something. That's the range. Who am I? Uh, what am I? Oh, I remember. Okay, I'm back. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, what a fucking roller Why coaster. write that? Why even write what that a, scene? For the rest wow. of my life, I'd be like, I had amnesia. I, I had amnesia. <laughs> and the why most he... interesting thing happened to me two days ago. I had amnesia. And he has a shirt off. Always. Always. After the food fight, he's got his shirt off. This guy, I don't understand. He's, a, like, he's 53 and has his shirt off, and I don't, I don't understand any of it. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy, and you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up, and they start to affect us, and we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do. That's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right, for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this, it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I I'm on tour. When I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, Mom said 
we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. The one thing I liked about this movie is it posits a world in which a model in her late 60s, early 70s Bijou. is working all the time. The time. Yes. All refers to her, the time. Refers to herself in the third person. Bijou I love Bijou. booked and blessed. She is, she stays employed out there. She is here, there, and everywhere. I'm like, wow. In my mind, in my head canon, Bijou fucks his dad. I love that. By the way, like they walk in on them just like knuckle deep. I I would love it. It's Ion, baby. I don't want to slight, I don't want to slight any actors in this movie besides one. Um, I don't want to slight any actors in this movie, but I will say this. The reveal of his dad felt like it should have been someone we go like, Kenny Rogers, you know, uh, or like Luke Perry, like something. We're like, oh! Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, cut that out. I I wasn't trying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't say Luke Perry just because he's passed away? The audience very upset at that. I'll, I'll watch this. I go, we Kenny stand Rod- a legend. I'll be like, Kenny Rogers or like Joey Fatone. So, Luke Perry? <laughs> I'll take the hit, Minneapolis. I'll take the hit. But he's one of our greats, and I'm not afraid of your disapproval. But I mean, and, and I feel like they tried, but it was like, I wanted that guy. I, I, I wanted I, Don Johnson. I wanted Don Johnson. Yeah, and I thought it was him for a split second. <laughs> I was really. I was looking like, who is it? Who is it? It was Don yeah. Johnson. <laughs> they were like, hey, we can't get Don, but last night at tour. A, my friend has a guy called Non Johnson. <laughs> we hire him for Miami Vice parties. Uh, <laughs> But you got to take the tubs as well. You got to take Crockett and tubs. It's like, oh, I don't know. Um, the I don't trust a character. I don't trust a human being and, or a character whose only vice is hot cocoa. Was that a vice? Yo, know, she keeps saying like, I'm gonna need a lot more cocoa. <laughs> like. Like, oh, this is just too much. Oh, thank God for my cocoa. And then when she gets slipped booze, she's like, that's, that's not cocoa. I was like, 
basically, yeah, she is basically Buddy the Elf. She is either a lunatic, a true innocent, or there's a body switch that happens where a 12-year-old girl is put in the body of this 30-something-year-old woman because all of her choices are stone-cold bananas. But we are talking about... Don't the they make sense for, like, a 12-year-old? Never been kissed, obsessed yeah. with Christmas. But what uh, I couldn't understand... So, so let's just get into... Let's, let's give some space, as one of our audience members said last night, let's give some space to... Her childhood trauma. Well, that's what I was going to say. That really... Yeah, because I think that's where it all stems from. And She's very stunted at that point. Yeah, the movie seems to suggest that her mother spent one day with her a year. And that was Christmas Day. And that it was publicly known. The news host says, (laughs) you're with your mother today, but we normally only see you on Christmas. (laughs) So even on the one day, the press is there. Yeah. And it's so crazy because... I, I did sympathize with Ginger Holiday because her, from her mom's point of view, her mom's like, yeah, we dealt with it in therapy. Like, how many times are we going to go over this? It's like, well, lady, you, you didn't... You, if you only spent one day with her a year, you were never with her, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. You weren't a parent, so I'm sorry if she's wrestling with this. But is that... Bijou money to buy that house, or is that Ginger Holiday money? No, to buy that's that twenty million subscribers. I think that's, that's Ginger Holiday. I think what? that's Glitzen cash. That, those are Glitzen okay. bucks. Wow. <laughs> those are big those, are those Glitzen ooh bucks. Glitzen bucks. We got to spend these soon. But here's what I'll say: the mom feels more grounded than Ginger because the mom's like, uh, you like she's like, the mom's like I would like to do like the mom seems a little bit more but Paul if you had a parent who only spent one day with you a year okay and then decided to come back into your life and they were like well you, you're not opening up to me it's like well yeah you're not my parent yes well, well but I, I were think... you providing <sighs> wait what he but said, was were you provided? provided for? Yes, she was. She went to the best schools. <laughs> the best camera the equipment. Best schools to become an influencer. Best nannies. Best Kensingtons. <laughs> but this is what, I mean, to your point, June, what's so weird about this movie is, on some level, it's like what you said, Jason. It's like a 12-year-old, I like Coco, I don't like boys. And then on the other level, it's like, I have dark trauma, and then, the, and then the other guy meets and goes, yeah, my kid went deaf because I couldn't pay for a surgery. Like, and you're like, oh. Well, he's... And I, I mean, this Christmas guy... Movie? This guy what? is on the verge of losing everything. For his character, everything is paramount because it's all, he's, it's all slipping away from him. Well, but here's the thing about that surgery. And obviously, there's major problems with our healthcare system. Don't get me wrong. But I am like... Bad Boy of Baltimore, what research did you do? Because I do believe that there were services that could have gotten your child. Did you do any research into this? Because I, I, I did have an issue with it because it was like he had the choice to let her hear him. or just be like, eh, didn't make the payment. And it was like, it was like, it was like a car getting repossessed. And I felt like, I don't like know Medicaid, if that... I think, would have stepped... I just, I just felt like there are... And I'm not saying they're great, but there are some, some safety nets there for Noah. And I just didn't quite buy that he would go Couldn't deaf. you charge it? 
and pay it off like a school loan? He didn't go to high school, though. He doesn't have a, high, a college loan, so he's got room for a loan. How about, how about where's Noah's mom? Where's, where's Noah's, Noah's mom? mom? Where's Ginger's dad? Wait, what, what's going on? The dance mom took that budget. I wanted to know. I wanted to know because I couldn't make heads or tails of that. What also was the... Th- Hold on. What was the number... That when she keeps saying her meditation... Which is oh, not a meditation, where she things. says, one, to get married, two, blah, 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 and three, to bring joy to the world. Like, that shit that she keeps, rep- re- like, playing over in her mind feels to me like something a serial killer says yeah. before they collect another trophy. No, I mean, I did feel that way. That's what's so creepy about this movie. And when Kensington is asked to be in the family picture at the end... I was very uncomfortable with that, and I was also just like, I think bad things have happened to Kensington in this home, and yeah, women get, get out of there, get out of there, yeah. Kensington. Women have been harmed here, and it, yeah, it's not, it's not right. I mean, I also want to just like, <laughs> you're talking about bad things going on. I know it's a throwaway joke, and there are some jokes in this movie. This movie makes a straight-up Helen Keller joke, like, with no, with, like, no spin. It was like, no, no, that's a Helen Keller joke. Yeah, yeah. I know. You have a good relationship with your iPad, like Helen Keller has with her iPad, right? I was like, what? I haven't heard a Helen Keller joke told sincerely by an adult. The way this movie takes on disabilities, (laughs) any, like, visible differences when is he, just absolutely horrifying. The way she's treated by the world and, and treats herself for her facial, whatever that is, I, was so horrifying to me. And then the way, the collectively as a community, they shame Derek's port stain. I'm like, what the crazy. fuck is happening? Crazy. And when we're presented with Noah, who's a deaf child and signing, I was like, oh, okay. And then... She is like... She's, she's kind of like, oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Right, and then, but she just talks to him. Yeah, she just talks to him. And that's it. And then... And he's kind of like, oh, my God, that's great. And he's like, actually, this is my son. And she's like, oh, okay. And then the... What's the little girl's name? That Francesca. Then Francesca the comes over. Little blonde girl. Healthy blonde girl. And she's like, oh, my God! <laughs> she, ginger... Oh flips out over the little blonde girl like like being as into her like it seemed to cast a light on everything that was very dark well and then this is the other moment that i was gonna say that struck me as dark and maybe i'm reading into it but when the agent uh tries to uh, trap uh our our character from the open marriage movie and our bad boy skater and and they put him in in the the bathroom bathroom, uh the, the 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 bad girl she says why are there no mirrors in here? And then I looked, and I was like, it is a bathroom, and there are no mirrors. What's going on? And that was the creepiest moment. Because Because you know that's a real room in a real house that they were shooting in, and that's an improvised line. Yes. That was to say, help, help, something's wrong. Okay, so I thought that, I thought in that moment that, that Ginger had taken down all the mirrors in the house, like Phantom of the Opera style. Right. She didn't want to see herself. I love it. 
I love that. Yes. I, I hope I that's get the case. that. I get yeah, that, like but I don't know. I feel like there's something weird because she's also in mirrors in other parts in the house. She's in other. She's in mirrors. The she's movie. on camera. She's fucking making. By the way, but she's Beauty and the Beast. Covered. She's making videos and a lot of them. And all she's doing is covering this part. She made. She doesn't. That's the other thing. She but never stops. Is, she stops for two weeks. <laughs> it's not Beauty and the Beast. I agree. I agree. It's not Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> It's Beast and the Bad Boy of Baltimore. My favorite, my favorite scene is when they're doing the video where they're decorating the tree. And I love these movies because they try and establish the absolute maximum of masculinity is she's decorating the tree and he's just chilling with a basketball. Just like. <laughs> he's not shooting because there's not a hoop. He's just putting it up and it falls down. <laughs> Because like, he's like, a skateboarder. Yeah, because he's like, he's a bad boy and he hates Christmas. Why doesn't Christmas. he just skateboard in the fucking house? That would be cool. Hey, I love yes. skateboarding on marble. I don't know. I got nothing to do. What do I do? I wanted to play with this. Okay. I guess I was also like... God forbid if anybody ever tosses me a ball in a movie. <laughs> I was also like... My brother, you are a dad. You don't get to hate Christmas. Like, you have a child, a young child. Is he a deadbeat dad? What's that? Is he a deadbeat dad? Well, I don't know. He, I, I think he might be. Because it where's the like mom? He, I feel like he, it sounds like he was, and now he has done the right thing and is re-engaging in his son's life. That's, so we don't know his ex. We don't know his mother. Well, my question was, my question was, is he married? Is he married? And this setup is, again, this setup, we haven't talked about the plot of the movie (laughs) at all. 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 I'm only now realizing we've not, we've been here for four hours, four hours. And we have not talked about the plot of the movie at all. So the plot of the movie is both of their influencer numbers are going down and so their agent who they share creates a fake pr stunt relationship that they're going to be in to boost their numbers they hate each other they agree to do this and in the doing of it they both succeed fail and fall in love but it is meant to be a fake relationship such that i was like oh the reveal that he had a child i was like oh great show me that he has a family so this is all just a complete fabrication for him that he because I love the reality of he needs the money. He is struggling because he is 62 years old and he's still trying to shred at the skate park. And I don't even, we didn't even touch upon. I don't know what's up, but this is like, I don't think so, my guy. His cameraman was the most upsetting part. His cameraman was clearly like a cameraman past his prime. Like, he looked like he was just trying to be like, hey, I I still got it. No. (laughs) Like, he, it was really upsetting. I will say this, though. The the, the kid. uh, Noah. Noah. The kid. The kid. It's weird to me, and I feel like it wasn't really dealt with, that he offered up Noah to be like like a a big brother, big sister. In his video? Well, no. Doesn't he offer him up to be like a big brother, big sister thing? He offered Francesca. Oh, Francesca. So wait, so that's not his kid. I thought Francesca's his oh. kid. No, no one oh. is his kid. Watch this movie, Paul. 
Sorry. You didn't notice that he was he he was signing with Noah. Or okay. You just thought he knew sign language. I just uh, no. He, oh, I, so I, when, I'm sorry. I got. And when I understand. he said yes, this yes, is my yes, son, okay. you thought he meant this is my daughter, Francesca. You know what? I think I was watching side-eyed a little bit, and I thought that yeah. I, I saw that whole scene. Paul, you have every right to not know the intimacies of this movie because this it's was It's better that trash. way. I, okay, I so, can't believe I, that I know all of these relationships. When you said Fr Noah and Francesca in the beginning, <laughs> I genuinely was like, oh no, June watched the wrong movie. I was because I was like, checking the there are no names. Those aren't where, the names where? that I know. Where? I'm pretty where? sure it's Bo and Ginger. I was like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Noah and Francesca? What has happened? Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe the audience watched it better than I did. Let's go out here oh and talk boy. to God. Huge mistake. All right, your name, your question. Uh, Andrew, and uh, did you notice that when they brought out the packet that had a terrible drawing, a child's drawing of a woman in a wedding dress, and she's like, my dream wedding dress. Yes. I laughed so hard at those drawings. <laughs> it, it was, was truly like, it was like a stick figure woman with a triangle on top of her. It was like someone's she, kids did it and they were like, put it in the movie. <laughs> I, I will also say that when she stumbles across the idea to dress as Rudolph, I was like, you've been doing this that long and you never got to Rudolph? Like, Rudolph is But the also, Paul, I, I found it so wild that the movie switched gears and now we're heading toward, like, a third act that ends, is ending in a wedding and not the gala. We never got to we see never, our costume! We never got to see the gala. We never see the costume. We don't even see the costume getting made. That was infuriating. <laughs> okay. This movie shockingly let me down. Me too! It's so crazy to say that I was, like, unsatisfied. Like, it left me wanting. Oh, it, it's so rare for the podcast to be watching something and be so close and be like, you're breaking my heart, movie. Ooh, I'm not on your side. Hi. Um, what's your name? Matt. Matt, what's your question? So do you think she was actually building foster homes or some sort of Christmas cult compound with this money and raising these kids as her followers. Wouldn't that be great if it was some sort of follower farm or something like that? I will say that I was disturbed in the beginning of the movie when it said it took place in Clearwater, Florida. What? So I, yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. No, I was just joking. Oh, you, oh. Because I was going to say the movie makes so much sense now. Then, in fact, everybody's acting normal. <laughs> I'm in the balcony! Oh, God, be careful. All right, what's your name and your question? Uh, I'm Matt. So uh, most of Kensington's time on, in the film seems like she's pointing out how crazy everyone else is. Do you think she's supposed to be sort of a stand-in for the rational audience and all these watching these crazy people? <laughs> That's an interesting I, point of view. I just want to know, is Kensington employed there? Is she on the payroll because she's in a number of videos it seems can i say she how, definitely lives there how happy i am that this <laughs> and she only wears yes one which shirt. tells us do you know what that tells us she worked one day <laughs> kensington worked one day that was wow. her outfit she worked one day. But listen, they changed your lipstick a few times. 
Here's the thing. Shirts stay the same. And this is why I love you, Minneapolis, because you guys, and we're all on the same page. We're all only obsessed with Kensington (laughs) in this movie. Oh, 80% of my notes are like, what does Kensington think of this? Why is Kensington allowing this to happen? Okay, your name and your question. I'm Audrey, and I am wondering why when uh, Beau recognized Bijou from hanging on his father's wall, his father did not recognize (laughs) Bijou. Such a great... I think his dad... I think his dad was playing it cool, but they definitely fucked. Bijou and the dad for sure fuck, and I bet that's the sequel. I would... And honestly, I would watch it if it was on Pornhub. Okay, up here do, in the balcony. Does Pornhub do Pornhub originals? They, they air all their originals on Ion. Okay, I'll get to both of you. Here we go. You go first. Here we go. Uh, your name and your question. I'm Samantha. Um, we haven't talked about Howard taking out the photo of himself as a young skateboarder yet. Uh, oh, yeah. His dad. Loved it. Great moment. Well, it's Sweet not moment. just that he takes it out. It's presented as a gift. As if it's a picture of Bo as a boy that the father has had. Like, I, that's not the I'm case. connected. I, I've kept... What? Okay, why is everybody screaming at me? It's a picture of the dad as a kid skating. I know. That's what he said. I know. Are you he yelling at that. me about that? He said it's not as if it's the son. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is Jason it would be more meaningful to Bo if his dad had a picture of Bo as a child yes. skateboarding. If I'm Bo, I would be like, you had a picture of me skateboarding I, this whole time? I don't remember skating this young, is what Bo says, feeling for the first time connected to his dad. His dad, that's not you. That's me. <laughs> this story, your story, is about me. Me on a skateboard. Me. Me, me, me. So don't yell at me, Minneapolis. You know what? I was on board with you guys earlier. Then you turned against me, just like Bo's dad. All right, I got another question up here. Your name and your question. Uh, Ben Cannon. Uh, Thank you for your full name. You're welcome. Ben Cannon. Great voice, Ben Cannon. Great name. Thursdays, 9 p.m., CBS. Last week on Ben Cannon. Thank you. Previously um, so, on Ben w- Cannon. <laughs> ben uh, Cannon. You gotta write mystery books. Thank you. I can try. A Ben Cannon mystery. So I uh, looked up this movie to try to watch it, and on Just Watch and IMDb, it immediately suggested uh, a Snow White Christmas, okay. which I assumed was connected. But then as soon as I saw The Asylum in the opening credits... I put together that this movie seems to be the, you know, snakes on a train or transmorphers to A Snow White Christmas, which came out the previous year. Oh, interesting. Okay, because I noticed Asylum as well. It's written by the people who wrote Sharknado and things like that, but it seemed like from their social media posts that they were transitioning away from schlock and going into, like, Ernest Schlock. Like, that was like, we understand it's Schlock. <laughs> now we're doing like Ernest Schlock. Ernest Schlock. So, That's my yes. favorite of the Ernest movies. <laughs> now, it, now, it is interesting that you said that you found Snow White Christmas 
because when I typed in Beauty and the Beast Christmas, I only found the Disney Beauty and the Beast Christmas. It seems like it would be harder to find Snow White to Beauty and the Beast. It's like, that's like AI going, I think you meant this uh, thing. But, all right. but yeah, so Asylum is behind this. Yeah, and uh, that movie, also bad. I watched Beauty and the Beast Christmas four times to try to find some meaning in it. Um, <laughs> okay, Ben. <laughs> ben Cannon, can I talk to you for a second? Just you. Everybody else, shut up. Ben, don't do that. Your time, four, your time nine, is valuable. Times. Your time is valuable. Four Spend it doing times. anything else. Did you find any meaning after four times? So I then Are tried to Are we just find... interviewing Ben Cannon? <laughs> well, I feel is like... This, Can we get back is to this us? A, is this a one hour? Are we doing a last look like, with Ben Cannon? I feel Cannon? like he's leading to something, but I didn't let him get it out yet. So hold on. Here. So then I watched A Snow White Christmas. The only Ben, real... respect yourself. <laughs> The only real connections to be found were that early on in both movies, a character breaks a beloved childhood Christmas ornament as a way of establishing character. And also, both directors went on to make Tubi original films. Uh, the director of ben! A Snow White Christmas. <laughs> what ben! is happening? We're getting a lot of info, but I don't think ben, any of it is relevant. Much. This is too much. It's taking up too much space in your oh, hard drive. What's happening between you and Ben? Do you not feel you can walk away? You know. <laughs> Paul? I feel like he gave it four times. Paul's, I guess Paul, I gotta go. I gotta go. I will say Paul is like, <laughs> like kind of like wilting. I've never seen I feel like, like Ben it. is sucking the energy or life force out of Paul. <laughs> Are you an so energy vampire, Ben Cannon? I think, I do think. I have I, seen ooh. this, by the way, with Paul, where there's men who have a certain deepness in their voice, and Paul it gets like immediately fascinated by them. Oh. And I just watched that happen. With ben Are you kidding? We're all susceptible to a stentorian alpha <laughs> like Ben Cannon. <laughs> we can't not. That's the T-shirt. Stentorian of time. alpha Ben Cannon. Or at least somebody will do it as a bootleg. Okay, your, uh, your name and your question. Hey, I'm Danny. Uh, two things. First, just shout out to Willem, because he did amazing. And then two, to get to the beauty and the beast of it all, is Bo a masculine version of Belle to be beauty from Beauty and the Beast? Now that's what I was looking for from Ben Cannon. But but yeah. now that's Ben Cannon sang his siren song, Paul, and you just couldn't. Oh, yes. If oh Ben God. Cannon started talking right now, <laughs> Paul would <laughs> levitate and like like a Looney Tunes cartoon, smelling a Christmas ham, and go all the way across to Ben Cannon's voice. Ben Cannon, we're gonna need need you to do ad reads for How Did This Get Made. I want to hear you Better say. Help. I want to hear you say bonobos. <laughs> okay, your name, your question. All right, Tyler. I don't have Ben Cannon's register, but uh, yeah, we know Tyler. Hey, uh, Ginger is definitely the beast. She's been quote horribly disfigured. Uh, she seems to be stuck in her uh, castle. In her castle, her. It, uh, it, 
friend slash servant slash whatever is stuck in her one form of that one shirt. Wait, so are you saying saying that um, Kensington is Mrs. Potts? Sure, yeah. Mm. Yes. I like it. I like this. All right, so you you did a way in there. I was coming to come to you, then I pulled away. I'm going to come back to you. Let's see if we can... All right, what do you got? Uh, My name's Travis. Can we discuss Ben's relative strength scene to scene for a moment? I like this question. I like Wait a second. To be clear, Ben's? Ben Cannon? Sorry. Ben's? I think we all know he's ripped. Uh, <laughs> you think Ben Cannon's Bo. ripped? I apologize. Bo. Ben so, Cannon getting a lot, of, a lot of traction this show. Anybody know who Ben Cannon is? They keep saying him on the podcast. Who's Ben Cannon? So when Bo and the Halloween influencer are trapped in the bathroom, they have to trade so that he is leaping off of her back to reach the ceiling okay. access to okay, get out. Yes. But then in the next scene that we see him, he, Captain America style, jumps yes. from a balcony yes. and lands in Superhero a slow-mo action pose ready to attack his agent. Yeah, and, and it doesn't seem to line up. Oh no! He, yet a Christmas tree falling at a slow pace gives that, him I would say is no greater than seven feet tall knocks him out and puts him in a sling. Literal amnesia. Yeah, yes. literal amnesia. Well, keep in mind, okay. And I think this is tough because yes, he's knocked unconscious by the tree. He gets amnesia. He jumps off a balcony and superhero lands. He, the guy is especially strong for someone who's like seventy-three years old. Yeah. and still skateboarding. My I favorite mean, thing about the, the beginning skateboard sequence too, with with the bad boy from Bal- the bad boy of Baltimore, Bo. is that we never see him skateboard. <laughs> We never see him on that thing doing anything. We it's almost as if scene. the actor himself can't skateboard. <laughs> it's almost as if that could be a problem. <laughs> okay. Obviously, ben there's a Cannon lot to say. A it. lot to say about a lot. But you know what? There are some people out there that just want to give this movie some love. Some people that have a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. Paul, what do the people say when you look at Amazon? Critics might try to dissuade, but they are completely wrong. Second opinion. Bad movies never seem so good. Opinion. <laughs> it's such a sweet Merry Christmas. Feel it's it, such feel a it. good opinion. It's time for second opinion. This movie, it was the best. I gave it a five star review. On Amazon.com second opinions called from Amazon. Great job. 
Happy holidays. Amazing second opinion songs. And let me talk to you about second opinion reviews. There are 141 total reviews. 59% are five-star reviews. The average rating, 4.1 out of five stars. This movie came out in 2019. So this first review is... This movie is... came out in 2019? Yes. Paul, I'm going to need you to look at that again because I'm pretty sure this movie came out in like 2003. Okay. According to IMDb, they were in pre-production 9-5-19, September 5th, 19. What? They were in post-production November 6th, 2019. <laughs> and the movie was released December 15th, 2019. So from pre to release... Well, September. those dates, those numbers make sense. <laughs> wow. So that wow. is a quick turnaround, a very quick turnaround. I think the quickest turnaround in the history of film is Star Trek First Contact. So that's true. But uh, so that might have beaten it. Um, okay. Kate Hickey. Kate Hickey writes, almost nearly perfect in each and every way. And I do hope it remains so. Five stars. I the mean, title, did, just right. Is she afraid it's going to be re-edited? I don't know. I hope it remains. Yeah. I hope they don't re-edit like this Like they're going to release the Snyder later? Cut? Honestly, release the Snyder Cut of Beauty and the Beast Christmas. Make this four hours long and make it make sense. I need more Kensington. Marvin the Martian. The or, middle two hours are just him having amnesia. Then we get to this one by Wolfie Watches. Wolfie Watches writes, I can't believe Joaquin Riverdale and Parrish Teen Wolf are in this movie. Him doing dirty talk with Christmas puns got me feeling some sort of way. <laughs> Thanking Santa for his shirtless scene, the fact they aren't milking all these social media moments is mind-boggling. Him shirtless in the bed injured would be great for a post, or her getting injured could have been milked for so much sympathy. And they could have done a partnership with some sort of organization about allergies and such. So this person thinks this is a documentary? <laughs> or, or a reality show? That, no, no, these actors should have been putting up these posts. I'm sorry. I there are that. a lot of laugh-out-loud funny moments, like him nearly dying from the tree or the food fight. Okay, but where is my bad boy skateboarder that will never wear dorky matching Christmas-themed outfits? Seriously, having so many shirtless scenes, was that in his contract? I don't care. It's working for me. Okay. Oh, my wow. God. I now oh have a couple God. of questions. Is someone in this movie named Joaquin Riverdale? Well, I believe that one of these people is from Riverdale. And the is other one of is these from... people from Riverdale? Now is, other... that, now, is that why people reacted to the Luke Perry mention? Because he was oh. also in Riverdale? No, I think they were just reacting. Is to the, the main oh. actor Bo from Riverdale? It's the manager. The manager is from Riverdale. The manager. Okay. And then who is from Teen Wolf? Bo. Bo is from Teen Wolf. <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> Watch better shows. 
It's so funny that this woman was like so horny for this movie because I was so turned off by everything I was seeing. Even the fact that his cast was like a Christmas sling, I was like, no. The- and then and then the way they they like built to this scene where they're about to kiss and he's in a Christmas onesie, I was like, this is sickening. And, and the if horniest. He kisses him. If her first kiss is with a grown man in a Christmas mo- onesie. And the, the like, what has gotten them all horny? Like what they, they're the metrics that they're talking about for their engagement on the channels are what's getting them like worked up. Like that first scene, they're talking about like influencer metrics, and that's what's getting them all like hard and wet. Just so you know, the review is not over. What? What? So I'll pick it up from, I don't care, it's working for me. William, drag queen officiant and superhero landing off a second story balcony, then a candy cane fight, everyone falling into a pool, another shirtless scene, and so much more. This is my favorite Ion Christmas movie. Hallmark hotness, five stars. Interesting. So I oh so are they suggesting that what makes Ion movies different from Hallmark or perhaps Lifetime is the amount of like shirtlessness and like maybe. objectification that's going on? I guess. I mean, maybe they're a little bit more sexy, but it didn't seem that. They say sexy. at the wedding, someone says, "Can you believe every influencer?" in the world is at this thing. They cut to the wedding, and I'm not kidding, I counted, there are 18 people there. Not only that. I wish that was every influencer in the world, <laughs> and we could blow that location up. I, I the will aisle, say this. The aisle that she walks down is lined with toilet paper. There's no other way to describe what's on the ground. I was so deeply upset about it the wedding. It felt like a movie that was built on, here are cameras, here's a bunch of random stuff from the trash, make a movie. <laughs> I don't know. June, what do you think? Oh, gosh. This put me in a bad mood. I was irritable after it. I was angry about this one. Um, I think it's also because I've watched two bad Christmas movies in a row. It's something to be seen. It is absolutely outrageous. But I don't think I can recommend it. Okay. I I like a Christmas movie. There's no bad Christmas movie to me. Even this. Wow. Even oh. this. I can sit back. I feel yes, lightheaded. Yes. This easy. isn't a Christmas um, movie. There, I, I, like, By this, the way, this, this movie, movie does not end on Christmas. This movie is, is only about craven commercialism and capitalism. The theme of the movie is making as much money as is humanly possible. When they cut to one year later and it's them, it's all about them, again, currying favor and wealth amongst their followers. This movie isn't about the Christmas spirit. At you all. know how it could be? If at the end, they're like not online. Okay. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to say two things. You don't have to applaud for my rants. I, I want to. You didn't applaud immediately, which means you don't agree. <laughs> Minneapolis entire audience of influencers. I do want to say two things to you. First of all, the original title of this film, 
social engagement. Better title, to be honest. Makes more sense. Also, um, before we end the show, I don't know, before the show started, we showed you this animation of Drop Dead Fred, right? And I don't know if you know this. Well, I think you guys know it. Drop Dead Fred was shot here in Minneapolis. I will say I did not know that. Uh, The the entire house uh, where it was shot, you can see the house up here. Um, that's the house, that's the tree, right? It's, uh, it's where uh, Fred got run over by the, uh, the, the truck. You see his feet here, uh, right? Remember that? There it is. And so because Drop Dead Fred is our guiding star, I made a pilgrimage today. Boom. That's where you what? went. Oh, my God. I went... To the drop dead Fred house. That's where and you went yelled, today. I knew you Team went somewhere. Sanity! I had to visit the mega bitch. You know what? I visited the mega bitch's house. You know what? It's a total Team Sanity move to go to the house. June and I, Team Fred, we spent the day with Fred <laughs> in our imaginations. That's right. We didn't have to go out and walk to a house. I hope you went up to the door and was like, hi. They were not home. <laughs> Team Sanity. They were home. Did you try? I, I, I looked around. I was a little nervous because it's a very, what it's a very residential block. And I had an Uber drop me off in the middle of the block. And I was trying to take pictures in front of this house. And I saw the UPS guy look at me weird. I saw some guy come out of his house look at me weird. They were not home. I was going to peek in the back to see if that little area was what? still there. I knew you went somewhere. So, so just to set the scene, we were in the hotel room, and I was waiting for an important call from our son who had lost a devastating soccer game, and he was really, really upset about it. And I said, we have to FaceTime him, Paul. And the next thing I knew, <laughs> Paul was... Oh, no. <laughs> it was the playoffs. He was upset. Playoffs. I said, we have to, I have to talk to him. And then next thing I knew, the FaceTime's coming, and Paul's gone. I said, where were you? Where did you go? And he came back and said that he was on a walk. So now I know. Did you? you so you now Uber, I know. How long was this? Ten minutes away. Oh, okay. It was okay. ten minutes away. Not, not too far. And uh, did you, like, leave anything? Did you? you it well, I kind of, I got nervous to shout out Team Sanity, but I did say it a couple times <laughs> quietly. Oh. It's so much worse that you were like, Team Sanity. Team, team sanity. sanity. Team Sanity. Team Sanity. In your actor's voice, Team Sanity. Team Sanity. Team Sanity. Team Sanity. Team Sanity. Team Sanity. Give it up for Jason Manzoukas, June Diane Raphael. I am Paul Shear. Thank you so much, Minneapolis. Thank, Thank you so you much. So Bye-bye, much. everybody. Great work, everybody. Eat shit, Minneapolis. What a show. Thank you to the staff of the Pantages Theater, our amazing tour manager, Beth Thomas, and all of you in Minneapolis who made it such a great time. Uh, if you've been jonesing to attend one of our live shows and you live in Europe, or maybe you've just wanted an excuse to take a trip, well, I got some good news for you. For the first time ever, How Did This Get Made is going on a European tour. We're going to the United Kingdom and Ireland from March 28th to April 3rd. We'll be traveling across the pond to London, Glasgow, 
Belfast, and Dublin. Tickets are on sale now at hdtgm.com. And once we select the movies for each show, you will find those listed there as well. Now, if you want to feel like you are a part of the Beauty and the Beast Christmas show, well, you can, uh, because you can get yourself a shirt that was designed live with the audience that night. The shirt design says, Ben Cannon, an Ion original. It is truly one of my favorite new shirts that we've made. Uh, and you can snag that shirt and more at tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. Just a reminder that I am in two holiday films right now on Netflix. You can check me out in The Family Switch, a great family holiday movie made my family uh, and my extended family uh, incredibly happy. Also, A Disturbance in the Force, a documentary uh, about the Star Wars Holiday Special. We talked about the Star Wars Holiday Special here on the show many years ago. Uh, You can watch it on YouTube. But this is a documentary that truly does answer the question, how did this get made? And that is available to purchase on VOD, or you could just get it as a Blu-ray. A Disturbance in the Force. I think you will really dig it. It's really fun. Um, If you have any corrections or omissions for this episode and you want to, you know, Give me a call. Tell me about it. Well, go to our Discord at discord.gg slash HDTGM. Or like I said, leave me a voicemail at 619-PAUL-ASK. Then uh, make sure to tune in to next week's Last Looks episode. And uh, I might I might pick it. If it's good enough, I'll pick it or I'll play it. Or I'll do something. Anyway, I will share a bonus deleted scene from this episode. Plus, we will announce our next movie. Remember, you can find us everywhere online at hdtgm.com. Make sure to follow us on threads. And if you love the show, tell your friends to listen as well because word of mouth helps. And it's a lot more fun watching these bad movies with a buddy. And last but not least, I got to say thank you to all the listeners who support the show every week and our entire behind-the-scenes staff who keeps the show running. I'm talking about our producers, Scott Sonny and Molly Reynolds, our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, and our engineers, Casey Holford and Rich Garcia, and, of course, our associate producer, Jess Cisneros, who makes those amazing social media videos. All right, that's all I got. Bye for now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. My cat Rachel is the silliest cat I know. One time, she played inside a paper bag for three hours. What a mystery. But I'm glad her health isn't. Thanks to the color-changing litter from Fresh Step Crystal's health monitoring litter. This premium color-changing litter has pH-activated crystals that can help me detect potential illness early. That makes it easy for me to stay on top of her health and well-being. I may not understand all of Rachel's silly quirks, but I can keep up with the important things. Find Fresh Step Crystal's health monitoring litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company.